What happens when water is exposed to EMF or wireless radiation? Here's something you may not know. Water is conscious and it responds vibrationally to whatever it is exposed to. At Omnia we've done an experiment where we froze and photographed three samples of water. Water which was not exposed to EMF radiation, the baseline, looked like this. Water which was exposed to an EMF field, a 5G radiation field in fact, looked like this. And water which was exposed to EMF that is balanced by the Omnia radiation balancer looked like this. See the difference? Remember, your body is 70% water. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Aaron and I just got back from the Sunfire Festival in Aztec, New Mexico. Personally, it was one of my favorite events in years. We had I had such a great time. I'm sure Aaron can say the same thing. Yeah. It was such a beautiful atmosphere, all outdoor. I mean, I don't know. I can't say enough good things about it. We had such a good time, and it was so transformative and moving. And uh, we did our experience at lounge. We uh, you know, gave the attendees a chance to tell their story and we recorded it and you can go back and watch that video we just uploaded on our channel and it's getting some great feedback. So if you're interested in hearing what some of the people were saying about it, and there's some really profound testimonies and stories like this one girl was uh, on a river with her son and her son started communicating with the rocks and he, mm. he discovered that he had this gift while he was on the river. And his mom was asking him like what the rocks were saying. And it was like really profound stuff. And, and you can tell this kid, he was super young. He wasn't making it up. And then even the kid pointed to like one of the towers, like a cell tower on top of the rock. And he's like, they don't like that tower. And yeah. this is, they want us to take it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So guys go check out that video. If you haven't seen it, there's some really awesome stuff there. And as you all know, our documentary is now publicly available. That link is below in the description. I made a community post on YouTube and on all of our social media accounts. You can just go to CahokiaUntold.com and you can watch the Cahokia Mounds, The Untold Story. It's our very first attempt at a documentary. It's getting some great feedback as well. And we would appreciate your feedback and any support you can give us because we plan on doing more of these. So go check that out. But I'm really excited to talk about our topic tonight with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, somebody I discovered on a TikTok video or Instagram video or one of the shorts. And I heard it was just audio. And she was talking about the national parks and missing people and portals and inner earth entrances and domes and ley lines, all the stuff that I'm interested in. And as the universe would have it, I was able to track her down and here we are. But she also has a website, secrettoeverything.com, where she focuses on health, frequency healing and consciousness. So she's doing some great work, but we're happy to have you here. Welcome to the show, Kimberly. Oh, thank you so much. I'm delighted. It's it's my pleasure. We're delighted too. So, so right before we started recording, you said you were surprised that I reached out to you to talk about this subject because no one's ever asked you to discuss this before. So 
why is that do you think because i to me it's like nothing more important i think it's locked down right we all know it's locked down david has the final word come on david's the man he's got it we all know oh yeah you can, I, you, the only I swear I have like three of his books that I had to like pay three hundred dollars each for. And see, now you guys get it for free. What an amazing service right here. The truth, the untold story. Yes. <laughs> so you're talking about David Politis missing four one one, and you mentioned in the video that I saw that you, you believe he's a paid informant and he really knows what's going on. Can you elaborate on that, please? Yeah. So, um. First of all, I just want to say, you know, I've watched a lot of your guys' shows and I really appreciate your approach. And I do want to be clear. I respect everybody's point of view, including your audiences and what they think they know and what they do know and what they want to know, and as well as you guys. So I respect everybody's. Uh, there is a difference, though, as you guys point out all the time, between fact and opinion. So I don't know how much you guys know about my background or my connections, but my ex fiance still works for Homeland Security. So when you, and I have a lot of ex-boyfriends that are, and this is a whole nother show, but I used to think it was coincidence. Like my ex-boyfriends are like ex-KGB and like high level military and like 13 ruling families of like the United States. But now I don't think it's coincidence. But anyway, long story short, I have all these connections. Some of them I've maintained really good relationships with, and some of them I was together with a long time. And as you guys know, when you have intimate partnerships and you're having pillow talk or you're tired or they're coming home from work, like they tell you things. I don't care what you sign. I don't care what the government threatens you with. But when you love someone, everybody needs a safe you know, place. And so, um, well, I don't know how safe it was considering I'm on your show, but <laughs> long story short, I know a lot about the scripted reality that we live in. And I teach and share that in my classes and on TikTok and, you know, publicly a lot. And, and recently I waited a lot of years. I've been in business a lot of years and I waited a lot of years to come out with a lot of it, this information because I'm a single mom of four daughters. And um, I was a little paranoid. I didn't want my daughters left. I mean, if you've talked to people in the UFO community, people have disappeared. People have been mysteriously died. I just didn't want to be one of those people. So I waited till my kids were grown. They had partners. They had good jobs. They're, you know, if I disappear, come, come on, let's go. You know, it's all good. So, you know, like I said, David is, um, let's just say known in the intelligence communities to get a lot of nice perks for a lot of the things he says and writes. Um, controlled opposition. Let's. He's controlled opposition. Yeah. And, and you know what? What's interesting about that is he's not afraid to go there, meaning that like he covers some of the woo topics, even though it's still a cover story. But there's a reason he's not afraid to go there because he's confident, like he knows a lot of it is true, but obviously they're masking it as well. I can just you can just feel that energy like he's not scared to do what he's doing and he seems to be protected. And that's like another I guess you could say red flag or a sign or just a hint that something more is going on behind the scenes. I think that's a really great point. Um, and I love controlled opposition because sometimes our only truth that we're getting out in this reality is from people like David. So I don't think he's useless or a horrible person um, because there is quite thick strands of truth in a lot of his material. They're really, I also think there's, I, I'm not a big fan, even though by what I do and what you guys do, maybe people would disagree. I'm not a big fan of fear mongering though. I'm a really big fan, even though I'm super woo, I'm probably the most woo guest you'll ever have on here. If you, we really talked about my full spectrum of topics, but I like to find the science, you guys, I like to find 
photographs. I like to find audio recordings. I like to find things that back up what I'm saying, whether it's from me or from a random stranger or from family member, it doesn't matter who it's from. But I really do like, because I think if something is true, whatever that means, and you know, that could be a whole show, but I think if something's true, there's evidence that exists to prove it somewhere. May not be easy to find, may not be, you know, in every newspaper, magazine, or on the nightly news, but it's there. It's there. You yeah. can somewhat prove it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I agree. And some stuff I think there's intentionally not a paper trail for as well, like the really, really dark black programs. But but uh, you'll have other testimonies that link up with, you know, you'll have some kind of evidence because that's still evidence. Right. Right. That's still evidence, even though yeah. there's not what, you know, the nuts and bolts people would consider. Evidence. It doesn't matter what they consider. It's still evidence. Right. Exactly. Right. So so let's talk about what's going on in these national parks and state parks. What's interesting is I just got back from camping in Chaco Canyon and you specifically were like, I wouldn't recommend camping in the national parks. But uh, it was an interesting experience. But explain to our audience who has no idea what you think is going on and why these are government protected sites, why they're really government protected sites. Right. Um, I first want to kind of come into this subject through, I, I should have looked up her last name, but you guys know I was in a little bit of a hurry to get here. Um, the whole, I'm, I'm just going to give you an example of how they use national parks from a real 3D perspective. So first of all, that whole big murder case a couple of years ago, I think it was during the, you know what, whole thing, they brought out, uh, you know, the thrilling story of this, beautiful young lady named Gabby. I don't remember her last name. And it was totally staged, as I'll explain in a minute, in the national parks. It featured national parks very prominently. Um, there were car chases and there were highway patrol confrontations on YouTube, very badly acted, by the way, not winning any Academy Awards. <laughs> they are, you guys. And, um, you know, there were, there were, you know, more tents set up as they brought out body. I mean, this had it all, right? It had love. It had, you know, um, breakups, it had death, it had murder, it had manhunts, it had, I mean, come on, you guys, like, that was, that was a major production, like, they did a good job on that, and um, it was, I didn't even care about it, like, I followed it like everybody else, I thought some of the stuff was a little stilted and weird, and, you know, my spidey senses were going off, but I didn't even, you know, think much about it when it was going on, but a couple months later, I happened to be tapping some of my sources for other information, and they're like, you should know better. I'm like, what do you know what I mean? And they're like, enter. This is so crucial. Not just Homeland. Interagency exercise. Every single one of those people are alive, 100% scripted, 100% staged. And that's mm -hmm. a whole other show and conversation. But interesting, they staged it in the national parks. You know, and again, why? Because when I hear national park or state park, and a lot of people think the same thing. I hear protected area. Now, the environmentalists are going to think, oh, the trees and the flowers and the little animals. But what I think is protected area, and, and it, it is for our protection. It's for our protection, as I explained in my TikTok video. And it's for the animals' protection. But when I think animals, I see something different in my mind than most people. The little bears and the foxes and the bunnies. I see dogmen. I see Bunnies wearing clothes, which I'm happy to contribute that picture to your show if you want to show it. Um, I see weird and crazy things that, um, you know, they don't really want you to see. So that's why they have certain hours and that's why they have certain, if you really dig into the larger national parks, there's certain restricted areas. You can't go 
you think you can. You're like, well, we own this. We're the people of America and our tax dollars pay for this and we can go anywhere we want and do whatever we want. You can't. Yeah, in very many, even if you research Sedona, Arizona, which is a very popular tourist de destination for people like us, UFO people and consciousness people uh, and Bigfoot people. I mean, so many stories um, with some evidence I've discovered of encounters with military carrying very heavy artillery, you know, around the areas where people have disappeared. And, um, and all sorts of things. So again, this is a protected area. This is an easily accessed government area. And everybody's like, well, yeah, because they just drive in, you know, the government owns it. But no, it's very easily accessed from the air, obviously. And it's very easily accessed from the bases. So here's another little fantasy fallacy that maybe somebody can help me prove. I haven't been able to prove it. I only have confidential information and informants telling me this. But when you guys are driving down the road, right, you're driving through West Virginia, you're driving through Virginia, you're driving through Arizona, where it doesn't matter, anywhere that has mountains, and you look up on these mountains, and you see, let's say, 20 cell towers, you know what I mean? And they're different yep. kinds. They're like radio towers. I'm sorry, I don't have all the correct language, but they're all different towers. You guys know what I'm talking about. And you'll see them. If you travel anywhere for an hour, you're going to start seeing these on hills and in high places. Well, everybody's like, yeah, those are just your cable or your internet or your cell phone towers that they're putting up on these hills because it's logical, right? That's what they tell us. That's what we think. You look up who owns them, which is interesting. You might want to try that because it's not always Verizon. It's not always AT&T. It's interesting, some of the people who own them. And then if you research further, they're these um, corporations and they're these groups. And then you research further and it kind of, you know how they do it, traces back to agency, traces back to military. Right. My information, not saying this is true. I'm just going to be really clear. Help, help us, you guys, you know, help us. My information, every single thing. You want to know where the underground bases are? Right there. there and And below the windmills, in my opinion, as well. Um, That's interesting. Uh, I know. I know. I was just driving through the, over to the southwest, and we drew through. Um, I think Alamosa, Colorado, that area, and there was like this mountain, and it just had the windmills just on top of it. Nothing around. No power lines going to it or from it. And and then I get to the event, and somebody starts talking about a uh, deep underground military base in Alamosa, Cal Colorado. I'm like, no coincidence. I know how things work now. And so my, my intuition was right. Uh, I'm not saying this proves there's a base there, but, and I noticed those towers were driving across the country. I point them out all the time. Like, why are they up there? They're they, every, it's like they hijack every, every sacred place, every mountain, every, you know, whatever it is. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But getting back to the national parks and the bases um <laughs> I'm no, it's, it's it's all great so explain to us what do you think is going on at the national parks okay well the other thing i want to bring up which again people are like ley lines no such thing whatever but i think i think there's people that study science that would say there's ley lines even not just the woo-woo people yeah, um there are. Again, my knowledge of ley lines is there's two different kinds of ley lines. I mean, there's lots of ley lines, but there's two different types. Again, in when I hear ley line, I think, well, which one? What do I mean by which one? Are they dark held force ley lines or are they light or positive held force ley lines? So again, um, in my opinion, every state and national park is obviously going to be over a, just by the nature of who controls our reality, a dark forest ley line, unless there's been a... Now, some of the ley lines, this is interesting too, in um, you guys want to know good places to live where you can kind of escape some of this. Um, Maine and Vermont, 
I have heard that the ley lines are held by light forces. Now, when I say light forces, you guys might be thinking I'm referring to on-world light forces. I'm really not. I'm talking about higher than that because, and I don't know how woo I'm allowed to get on the show. Since it's, you guys have sports social woo, fun, I guess I can go wherever I want to go. Wherever so, you want. As much as you want. Yeah. How I see the controllers of the reality is, so we're looking at the humans, but what are the humans? The humans are all double reptilian Draco bloodline. We're talking avatar and usually Draco soul, which is, yeah. we all have different ET souls. Um, and then the next level above that is going to be pure Draco. So I'm talking Draco avatar, Draco soul, or reptilian avatar, reptilian soul. And then above that is my infamous, I hope I don't, they usually start creating problems when I say this because they don't like me saying it, but I'll say it anyway. I call it the Galactic Non-Federation of Light <laughs> runs, runs the whole show here because the Galactic Federation, I'll be, I'll be respectful. The Galactic Federation of Light actually put the mechanics in to create what I call the game, which is what? The Van Allen belt. That's what keeps us, what keeps us memory wiped. That's what keeps us remembering our psychic abilities. That's what keeps us thinking we're just these little humans and we're all searching for spiritual meaning and we're going after religion and we're going after money. And we're going after sex. We're going after power because most of us don't know what the heck this is unless we go to religion or why we're here. And so, um, you know, that's kind of the hierarchy right there of who controls this reality. So we, anytime you have the government, I hear Draco. So until I see that the Draco are out of controlling this reality, that's who controls the national parks. That's who controls the state parks. Well, who's associated with the Draco? The military industrial complex on world and off world date. And then they, we can go drill down. You guys have talked to enough people to understand this. Then there's daytime black ops and then there's totally no record of anything black ops in relation to our military every country's militaries and then we go into the secret space and all these other entities so it's complicated but to me it's very simple who controls the reality so the military industrial complex on world and off world supports the agenda of who the top dogs you guys want to pray to someone, talk to someone, you want to get something done, make friends with members that are power players in the Galactic Federation, because that, that's who can blow the whistle on a, you know, scripted event, or that's who can make something good happen. I don't Very, know if I answered your question, or if I went off. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, it's all, it's all, it's a good, like, prerequisite to have and understand before we actually cover the national parks and stuff. I mean, because I agree with, with what you're saying, as far as the hierarchy goes and, and really non-human entities, you know, controlling the show here. And as far as the national park goes, like, obviously that's government controlled area. They own that land and they own it because a lot of, in my opinion, their bases exist underneath there, their ley line areas, like you said. Um, and there's also the portal aspect. And uh, mm. I, I guess I'll let you take it over sure. and explain. I'd that. like to, I love that you brought up portals because again, there's a number in my opinion, um, different portals. So there's the actual, maybe they're ancient portals, um, maybe they're military created portals, uh, they're, they're jump portals that they use, uh, you know, to get in and out of the bases, maybe to go off planet. Although, um, and I've said this a million times, so it's not going to shock anyone who's watched me before, but this is, this is the world we live in that we're just, that it's so saturated alongside the dumbed down version. Every single Marriott hotel, you guys, every single Hilton hotel has a jump room. Does that not blow your mind? I, it, we're, 
No. I've heard that the Hilton <laughs> have jump rooms. Sorry, I don't know how that's going. You guys are no fun. And, <laughs> and I'll tell you the other thing under all, every single Marriott and Hilton hotel, and I'm, and I'm not saying there's not other hotels. So, I mean, because some people are probably going to write and say, oh, and this one, this one. I'm not saying it's the only one, but I know for sure those. The underground high-speed tram runs under all of those too. So you're having so much going on and you're sleeping happily in your little luxury hotel room, you know? But I've been in one of those hotels that scared me because I bring those door jams and I put it on the doors. And I'm not saying, of course, if somebody non-physical wants to come in, they're going to come in another way through through the wall, however they want, you know, technology. But if a human agency, whoever, uh, you know, someone who wishes me harm wants to come in, they're going to go through the door, right? I've been in so many of those hotels and I usually travel with my dog uh, and they people don't like me staying at the hotels because it creates a big hubbub when my door alarm goes off and everybody comes running, everybody's freaking out and they, and they always put me in those adjoining rooms. So there's so much going on in this reality. So again, portals, where are a lot of the portals? Where are a lot of the jump rooms? They're in the national parks and there's those creative kinds, but there's also the kind like in my woods. And it's funny, the best stuff I've ever seen, you guys, I don't have my camera because I'm living my life. So when a big giant 70 foot door appears in my woods, I'm sorry, I'm out in my nightgown taking out my dogs before bed. I'm not like out with my camera, like, you know, which maybe I should be. So there's that kind of portal that may be dependent on the moon, maybe dependent on the sun, maybe dependent on rain or who knows the third of third week in March on the weekend every year. Like we don't know everything. And I, and I'm the first to say, by the way, I don't know everything either, guys. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, certain alignments. Like, I think, I, there's a, I think there's like a natural portal system that they open up. The gateways open at certain times in specific alignments. And then there's the government man-made portals, which uh, Jessica Jones, if you're familiar with her, she remotes a view, remotes, that. she remote views a lot of the national parks and portals. They, they've even documented two of their men going into a portal and coming back out. They disappear on the infrared and they come back nice. out. Um, and, uh, it's very interesting, but, uh, I forget where I was going with it. Oh, she, when she remote views, she sees government made man-made portals as well. Um, uh, so I guess explain like, so when people go missing in these national parks, that's where you think they're going. Oh, it's just one of the, I mean, one of the places I think they're going is I think sometimes they're stumbling on these holographic where it looks like it's rock and they're like, oh, go lean against this rock and take a picture. And you're like falling through, you know, and you're hitting the first line of either tech or guards. And a lot of times, sometimes they'll memory wipe you. I have a picture from um, right up against the state park, like, I mean, feet away from a state park, which I basically still consider state park for all intents and purposes. I have a picture of an alien holding a probe on property that I decided not to buy because I took a picture of a rabbit which I wish I would have talked to him. I didn't see it until I reviewed the video later. Have you guys, do you guys ever do that? Like take video and then you find like the best stuff that you're like, damn, if I'd seen this and I was right there, I would have like talked to this thing, you know? Because yeah. I figure okay. if the rabbit's wearing clothes and standing upright, I can probably talk. I'm just guessing. So I took that picture there. I pulled it off video and out the same video, I pulled off um, this alien with two Sasquatch holding a probe. And I'm like, you know what? This is too close to the parks, too close to the bases, because on the mountain behind my property are those towers. And I'm like, I'm just not playing here. I'm making it too easy for them to get me by on this property, you know? So again, I think there's a lot of those portal entrances that people stumble into. And 
depending on the here, here again, we're so generic. If somebody's not like us, if somebody's not human, if somebody's not American, if somebody's not a man, if somebody's not a woman, we think they think like us. So we think they're going to act like us. So when we don't know something, we put everybody in a big group. So we think all reptilians are the same. All Dracos are the same. All Illuminati or Cabal are the same. I mean, but that's the populace, you know. So what I'm saying is we could have a hundred different situations that could play out a hundred different ways. Somebody could be memory wiped and sent back home happily and nothing happens to them. They don't disappear. Somebody could be tortured and then memory wiped. Somebody could be implanted and turned into an MK Ultra, you know, trigger slave and, and then memory wipes. Somebody could be like, we're too lazy. We don't feel like we just feel like eating them for God's sake. I'm being facetious, but you know, and we're going to disappear them. Like it depends on who, who owns that base? What's their mood? Are they in a good mood? Are they in a bad mood? Do they have the tech there? Do they want to mess with you? What did their superiors say? What's the protocol? And it's just so different. I know people, I know so many people like living, you know, that were pulled out of, um, like Lockheed Martin, almost every single engineer in, okay, this is so important, in the daytime has been pulled out of Lockheed Martin and taken to underground bases and held against, when I say against their will, I don't mean like chained to a wall. I mean, taken from their families where they had to scramble and find people to take care of their children. How do I know? Because last summer I was called to take care of somebody's children when they were pulled. And then they keep pulling them. That's fun. It's it's kind of like have you well, you guys are men, but I used to date detectives. And I don't know, a lot of people don't know that cops and detectives and everybody, they can do whatever they want, usually on their shift, but when they get a call, they're pulled. Like they're like, see ya, you're stuck with Bill, you know, whatever. Goodbye. I'm like, okay. It's the same thing. So again, this is an open source game. Like we are all taken. We are all messed with. We are all programmed. Again, it's the levels and the layers and what you're used for. And just because you're taken does not mean you're a super soldier. Um, you know, I started another business, which I'm not going to go into. Um, we can talk about it another time. But I have never wanted to step into the super soldier thing because I just haven't wanted to. Like, it's such a mess. Like, I want to bring transparency and light and truth to the super soldier community because I'm sick. I mean, that that whole thing needs cleaned up, you guys. I'm sorry. Like, that oh, is just off the range. I yeah. mean, the stories oh, yeah. and the BS. And some of the craziest stuff is the true stuff. And some of the stupid stuff is the untrue stuff. But can we just like, and, and I don't blame the people. I'm not pointing fingers at anyone because you have false memories. You have false memories. And I have false memories right here sitting here talking to each other. We right. have stuff that happened in our childhood that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. That we were somewhere else or something else. And it's not just us. It, and again, we can get into the whole sold unsold thing. It's not just people with a soul. They use clones. By the way, we all have clones. We have many clones. Oh, yeah. And again, I, you know, I have family that works in the cloning industry. I know we're getting off topic and I'm sorry, you guys can cut this if you want. But um, no, no, no. You know, I'm just like ah, all over the place. But back to the, you know, back to the park. So they're going there. They're going into these you know, different types of portals. I also believe, have you guys ever seen the stuff about those weird stairs that appear in weird doorways? Like I was talking about in my woods that appear and people disappear going upstairs. They just like disappear into, look upstairs. Think... It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's creepy and fascinating. Look up on YouTube, like stairs in the woods. Just type that. It is like creepy so people come across like these stairways that go to nowhere and they have all these weird experiences and some of them disappear so again i think it's our lack of understanding of okay and so let's say we do understand where we are let's say we understand this is a game we understand the technology we understand who runs it 
if we don't understand what's outside the game, we're still lost. You know why? Because this is an open source game, you guys. And you guys probably know this. So not only can people from within the game and who run the game interfere, any ET race that wants, positive, negative, neutral, bored, motivated, not. I mean, they literally reach their hands and then they move trees. They move towns. They disappear buildings. Half the trees in Central Park aren't even real. They're holographic projections. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, guys. I'm passionate about this because we're at a 4.2 level. We're not at 3G anymore. We're heading toward five. We got to wake up. And I think people are waking up and it's beautiful, but they're not waking up fast enough for me. I just want everyone, you know, I want everyone to be happy and safe, you know? And I think stumbling around hot property, um, out Ash, I used to live in Asheville and I have personal experience of really scary situations. Um, Chimney Rock, very popular tourist destination in Asheville, North Carolina highly militarized creepy as all get out like you don't even have to have intuition you could be almost dead and you wouldn't want to walk certain places around chimney rock like why is there massive military around chimney rock like it's crazy and and people are like and it can be proven and there's pictures and you can go on you guys can go on and google that and you're going to pull pictures and i love how everybody assumes and i understand why they do that everything's doctored like, I would be happy to give you guys my, you know, like people see this rabbit wearing clothes and they're like, you dressed a rabbit in, but if you guys saw it, like, and I'm like, why, if you guys knew my life, I do not have time to dress rabbits and stage pictures, you guys. Right. And so, you know, I'm all about, you know, I'd be willing to give you guys my phone for all my, I have thousands of pictures of creatures and beings, you guys. I have dogmen. I have security camera footage where in the daytime, a dogman has appeared in my property in the daytime and set off my security alarm on, I mean, I don't have time to stage this. I have little people dressed in battle gear that stood out my house. It was so beautiful for three days when I moved in here and talked to me and said, you look out for us, we'll look out for you. And people accuse me of dressing up GI Joe dolls. Like I don't have time. I live 30, 40, 50 minutes from stores. I don't have time to go to toy stores and buy GI Joes and put them out in the rain and stand out there and photograph them. And how am I photographing them anyway? It's off my security camera. Like how, I don't even know how to do that. I'm not that good at that stuff, you guys. But anyway, what I'm saying is there's proof of how our reality works and how things outside of our reality work. And I just feel sometimes I'm, that's why I usually don't come on shows and talk about this stuff because my kids don't like the hate I get. And I'm sure you guys get your share of hate. You're used to it. Oh yeah. But I'm about proof, you guys. Like I'm about come to my house camp for three days and see what you get you know i mean all right send me your address <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't tempt me um oh, you're funny. so i i'm assuming you live on some sort of portal or ley line intersection area if if that's if you're I having... live, um, basically i live i mean to me when you're 100 feet from a park line you're living in a park i basically live in hanging rock state park okay so you mentioned in that video I watched about one of the reasons also is the government understands that all of these creatures exist that aren't supposed to exist. The dogmen, the Sasquatch, the little people, the giants, the inner earth beings, uh-huh. elementals, the fae, you name it. And they're trying to minimize our contact with them. And that's another reason they don't want us in those park areas after dark. Can you explain or elaborate on that a well, little bit? 
here's and here's my theory on the, we'll do the why and we'll go back backwards. The why is what if you know all the fairy tales are true? Mind blowing, like that completely changes your reality. I've got a better one for you, and you guys probably already know this one. But what if all the Marvel comic book movies are true? Yeah, I've thought about what that. If, what if you are the heroes in the Marvel comic book? What if you are Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Wonder Woman, Transformers? Because again, um, you know, I've been around a long time. I've had a lot of clients, I have a lot of famous clients and a lot of celebrity clients. And some of my clients draw for Marvel. He passed a cancer, but one of the guys who drew Spider-Man um, was one of my clients. And he since passed a long time ago, but um, I was helping him with his health at his house actually. And he showed me his drawings. Of course you would, if you're proud of that, you draw for Marvel. And at the time it meant nothing. I wasn't even into this stuff, you guys, but guess what was stamped all over property of the military. I'm not going to say which branch, but all really? over his notes and his files for drawing. Why? Because I can, and I can tell you because of the technology I use and who I am, but so many people, I'm talking about you and I, um, one of my daughters has a lot, are augmented with arachnid DNA. What's that sounding like? Hello? Spider-Man. Who offends them? The military? You know, they come and take us. What do you think they do? I mean, a lot of the, you know, what they do, I can tell by how people are testing on scans. I can tell you exactly what they're doing to you because I'm seeing it come up. You know, a lot of people have lichen DNA. You know, werewolf, you know, everybody's like, uh, you know, so, you know, guys, when the werewolf movies, when I'm older than you guys, but back in the day, the werewolf movies were really popular, like Teen Wolf and all that. Mm -hmm. And the guys would be like, oh, I wish I was a werewolf. Half of you are, including women. And so what we get is we get some of the characteristics of those creatures and then they activate them. Uh, and again, when they take us the night, not just consciousness transfer, but a lot of you guys are being taken bodily at night. And, you know, they're like, how can I tell? Well, start paying attention. Look at your arm. Do you have needle marks? Do you have bruises? You know, do you have pinpricks? Like, do you feel drugged? Guess what? You know what I've done? I'm about proving. This is why I think I'm different than a lot of your guests. You know what I did when I felt drugged? I said, I'm done with this. I'm going to get a urine test. I'm going to test my urine every morning when I get up for 10 days. You know what I found? Molly. You know what I found? Heroin. You know what I found? Cocaine. What do they use a lot of those for? They use it. Wow. It's for your benefit. It's not all for your detriment. I'm a time traveler. I go through a lot of jump gates. You have to be drugged or you'll die. And they'll have to go through a lot of clones and replace a lot of bodies. So you just, I just had a little aha moment here. So when I was younger, I was 19 years old in construction. I was a goody goody in high school. I hadn't touched a drug, alcohol, nothing up until that point in my life. I just wasn't that person. And I, they random drug test me and tested positive for cocaine. And it made no sense no. to me. It made really? no sense to me. And uh, I mean, maybe something like that happened. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Well, you guys are being, yeah, you guys are being like taken all the time. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I, I, I know, I know I, I am. One time I had, uh, I woke up drugged and sick like that. And I knew I was somewhere. It was like the memory was right in the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't. Uh -oh. And I couldn't remember, but I had two different, I got so sick and I kept getting worse throughout the day. And I saw two different people and both people said I had what would equate to uh, radiation poisoning. And really, yeah, two different people both said I had all the symptoms like radiation, but it didn't make sense that I would have radiation poisoning, you know, right? unless I was taken. But 
either way, like, yeah, I understand this stuff happens. And like you said, actually, the, the quote you ended your video with was, this is nothing whatsoever that you've been programmed to think, meaning this reality. And right. I had someone today, um, I posted something about chemtrails or whatever, and it was a it was a comment some guy made admitting he's like I'm pr I'm happy to be a part of the whatever. Long story short, saw that uh, yeah. the person was like uh, the comment was oh he was probably just joking, and I said that's the mentality that got us in this mess in the first place. They mm -hmm. they expect they rely on us all to see this stuff and go oh he's just joking oh that's just a joke oh that's not real you know. Right. And even though they're showing you right in front of your face that it's real, people are programmed to say, oh, he's just joking. So it's There's like so much right in front of our face. It's it's ridiculous. But Absolutely. The, you just said the programming of people is so strong, they will see it and not see it at the same time and not believe it. You can then like you just said, you show them a video, you show them pictures, even if it's real, they're going to just assume it's fake because it's so far outside of their paradigm and belief system it has to be fake just like uh just like mainstream archaeologists do with mm. real artifacts oh it must be fake even though it's been tested and proven to be real oh it can't be real it must be fake done you know done i always say you guys that um like i drove up last night i took a picture and i can send it to you if you want me to and the sasquatch come up to the edge of my woods and they greet me because they mm -hmm. live there they're my they're my Sasquatch, if you could own Sasquatch. So they come up and I take a picture. I got the cutest little baby picture. But even if I carried that baby, probably up to you guys, you'd be like, oh, that's a monkey or that's or that's a kid in a costume. Like, I swear I could have a dog man on one side. I mean, a real one, you guys, and a Sasquatch on the other. And a naysayer would say it's cognitive dissonance. They're, we met, right. we try to force what we our senses tell us to match our preconceived and this is what they want us to do because they're the ones programming us right. and i didn't finish what you were asked you know why they care about these creatures and stuff well a lot of people's abilities are coming online because we're 4.2 d right now heading toward 5d 5d is already there the technology is breaking down the technology is what puts the 3d illusion up uh, and blocks us from a lot of our stuff and people are starting to see these creatures and see these beings. And, and again, we all know there's a kind of a battle for kind of who's going to run the game, you know, going forward and how it's going to be run. You know, we have the Alliance in Q and we all know all that and all the, you know, desperate measures they've been you know, bringing in. But I mean, I, again, I think they bring the David Pilates out. They're like, okay, well, we'll give you a little bit about the parks. Like we'll give you that there's some fishy stuff going on and, you know, it could be this, it could be that. But we're not going to bring you somebody like me who sees these beings like 24-7 because for whatever reason, because of who I am through all time and space, my abilities are way above, you know, I see way through the dimensions. Um, I can merge with any being. You know, I have these weird psycho abilities, you know, remote viewing, like you said. But but more than that, it's experiential. If you guys, again, were on my property and experienced what I do on a daily basis, you would be believers too because that's my experience. But right. they put us in cities, they put us in sterile, which is funny because the Sasquatch are there too, but they put us these places and they tell us nothing exists there other than a ghost or two. And we are so sterile. And then we go out these parks and we see weird things um, and they're still conditioning us not to believe what we see. And so then, and here's another movement that needs cleaned up, you guys, uh, the Bigfoot dogman movement needs cleaned up too, because 
you're never, ever, 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 ever going to find what you're looking for on the back of a four-wheeler in your camouflage, sorry guys, with your guns. Because you don't understand what's outside the game. You don't even understand where you are. What's outside the game is dimensions with beans. And everybody's like, oh, I want to be 5G. I want to be 5G. I want to be 5G. And, you know, teach me, Dr. Kim, how to be 5G and how to act my abilities. I say, no. They say, why? I said, because you can't handle 5G. What's in 5D? 5D is every monster movie you guys have ever seen and worse. And they're actually here right now, but that bleed through because we're in 4.2. That's why this is popular now. That's why Zach Bagans got rich and famous. Not because Zach Bagans is so amazing, which my ex-fiance grew up with him, so I can tell you all social stories about him. But but, uh, it's not because those shows came on at the right time. It's because the time was right for the shows. Because the frequency level of the game had increased to where enough people were seeing it that were looking for answers. And so it was a match. It was the right time. People's abilities are coming online. And we're moving, we're above 4.0. So I don't know if you guys have abilities. I don't know enough about you. But I think pretty much everyone um, is going to start having abilities. My abilities have really upgraded to a point where I'm about to back them down. Because even I'm seeing some stuff I don't want to see. So. I agree. And that's interesting. You say the show is released at the time when the frequency is right. It's a frequency match. So they can, they can start, you know, the collective consciousness has reached like the hundredth monkey effect. And now we can. Well, why do you you think all these governments are coming out about UFOs and ETs all of a sudden, even though for decades and decades, they've been, they've been claiming they don't exist, ridiculing and lying and, uh, you know, trying to say, oh, no, no, that doesn't exist. Nothing to see here. Move along. And now all of a sudden saying, oh, they do exist. We know they exist. Hey, guys, get all excited about it. Why do you think they're doing that now? And they even hint at other dimensions and stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, So going back to the parks, because I I really want to, you know, go deep here. He's the best crawler I've ever had on a show. He's like literally and figuratively. I want to go deep here. Uh, So you mentioned also cave systems and inner earth entrances in these parks as well. And those are being protected as well. Can you elaborate on that, please? Again, um, again, the government has a vested interest in keeping you small and what can I smell and what can I touch and how many Netflix series can I watch at once and how much beer can I drink? How much sex can I have? And how much money can I make? Yeah. Yeah. You know, how many cars can I accumulate? You know, chasing right. all these. And it's fine. And I, yeah, and no judgment. It's fine. It's a game. Do what you want. If you want to do that, fine. But what the government doesn't want is the, which there's no such thing as human, is the fire creation beings to wake up. Because honestly, if one of us really was, and I mean in being, I don't mean thinking I'm powerful, I'm powerful, I'm powerful and chanting things or writing things or doing vision boards or any of that, not that it's all BS. I mean, being it, one of us came fully online, we would be 5D tomorrow. We would be running the game. Mm-hmm. And 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 again, and again, 5D, I also want to clarify something. 5D is really low compared to the all you guys. We don't, I don't know how many Ds there are because there's really no such thing. It's just a level we give to kind of say what's going on around that level. There's really no such thing as dimension because all the dimensions fit on the head of a pin. Everything's happening here. We have access to all the dimensions all the way back to the all. We are the all. So some of this, it's hard. It's like this weird dichotomy that we always have to clarify what we're talking about. Are we talking about the big picture? Are we talking about the little picture? 
So there's nothing wrong. I mean, the whole point of this game is that duality where we have, do you want to play a light character? Do you want to play a dark character? So it's not wrong if you guys want to play the, you know, greedy, hedonistic character. But so inner earth, who's in an earth, there's a lot of what we would call star races or ETs in inner earth. There's amazing beings like the dragons. There's a huge dragon community. And in Earth, again, what if dragons exist? Wait, so fairy tales exist? Superheroes exist? You know, like, wait, magic exists? Wait, power, abilities? Like, I can create things in a split second with my mind? Like, we can undo evil? We can stop abuse? Like, no, that's not the Draco. That's not what the Galactic Federation wants for this game. It's against agenda. So... It's kind of like if a hacker got into any popular game, and I don't know what the popular games are right now, but any popular video game, you know, I know Call of Duty is not popular, but I'll use it as an example. So, you know, we're playing Call of Duty. We get it. We get the rules. We get the characters. We get how to win. But it's like, you know, we're the hackers. It's like if we went in and we're like, no, we're going to change, you know, Call of Duty into like, you know, Dancing Little Ponies and Princesses. Like, that's the threat we are to this game. So because right now this game, there's many hell realms. Hell is not just one place, but this game is a hell realm nightmare level game by design. And here's another dropping it in your field, twisted thought. Some of you wouldn't want it any different. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, they People don't want change. I, I know exactly what you mean by that. Uh, people are afraid of the truth because it means they have to you know let go of everything that they've attached their identity to. So um, but you think that some of these entrances, whether inner earth is a dimensional frequency place, or if it's a physical place, you think the entrances reside in the national parks primarily? I'm sure there's more. Um, yeah. I think a lot of the major easy surface entrances, um, I don't even go as far as to say non-tacky entrances. We don't have to have a certain kind of tech. Um, on you, in you, or access to it. Um, I think they're protecting the natural. You kind of referred to it before, like the ancient gates, the ancient um, commonly used. I mean, I think it's Navajo. I'm pretty sure. I mean, things are happening right now in 3D that would blow people's mind. Like um, I know the Navajo, I believe it's Navajo. I don't think I'm misspeaking though. I'll get a call if I am. But I think it's not all Navajo. Some of the Navajo really high level elders, uh, the shaman, um, they have monthly, at least monthly meetings with giants. In the 3D flesh, you guys, I'm not talking about imaginary. I'm not talking about smoke giants. I'm talking about the giants come in and they converse, you know, and they're coming in from other dimensions. And also, again, we have to understand what happens outside of here. Beans outside of here, and we could do it here too if we believed we could, because the number one rule of this reality is what? 100% of what you believe is real. So if you guys believe tonight, I mean, really believe that you could walk through a wall, you could go home and say, hey, kids, look at me, you know, and walk through the wall. If you believe you can, but you don't, you can say you do, but it's so programmed, you know, we don't, right. even I don't. I mean, I've had some weird things happen, but even... I don't. So again, um, you know, this inner earth is real. It has dimensional gateways, has dimensional aspects to it. And there are some really nasty beings um, that like to torture you, play with you, sometimes kill you, sometimes clone you. Um, And then again, there's some amazing, ancient, powerful beings. And 
it's mainly, it's not, you know, maybe it's protection both ways, protecting some of these races and these species, um, but it's more about they don't want you to know. The whole point of a game is you have to have like a, you know, something come against you to win the game. We're trying to win the game. It's their job for us not to win the game. So, and again, some of you guys have to realize and look at this from a higher perspective. Your oversoul chose, you were bored. You guys are trillions of years old. Zillions, trillions, there's no number for eternal beings. Who knows what wave you came out of the all. You wanted to forget. You wanted to fight your way back to remembering. You wanted to forget there were dragons. You wanted to forget that you had psychic abilities. You wanted to forget that there's spaceships. I mean, I'm telling you guys, there's so much stuff you could do to prove stuff to yourself. Go out one night somewhere where there isn't light pollution. I bet in one day and ask the ships, say, could one of you do a thrust for me? What do I mean? All the stars you guys think are stars. There's not really, it's a whole nother conversation. There's not really stars, but we don't talk about that right now. But ask one of the stars to do a light thrust. They're ships. And if you've got connections, <laughs> they will right in front of you. You will see, and it helps to have higher vision, but you can still see, you will see them take off in warp speed like Star Trek, like Star Wars. Yeah. And they're like, wait, you can ask that? These are individual human beings with personalities. They might say no, they might not do it, but they might. They might be in a good mood again. You know, they might have had a good dinner. Um, you know, they might be a soul family. So mm-hmm. to me, there's just so many layers and levels of thinking that does tie in with the subject that needs to change. And you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe these guys. You don't have to believe anyone. Start pushing the boundaries of your experience and experience for yourself. I and I love all the thought provoking stuff, and I agree. Push the boundaries. Uh, that's why I get so bored, like by movies. Like every movie plot is the same. I'm like, come on, like, like what, make my brain work here. Like, give me something. That's why I liked the latest Matrix movie that everyone hated because it really like makes you wrap your mind around reality, and it's like more true than not, and people don't understand it. But going back to the stars, I was in Chaco Canyon camping, and I'm looking at this as the sun setting, the full moon's coming up. I'm looking at the stars popping up and I'm watching what looks like the, you know, the typical satellite or whatever it is that moves across the sky Mm -hmm. and then it stops. And then right next to it, this, this giant flash happens. And I see weird stuff all the time, like stuff you're talking about. I skywatch, but this giant flash happens next to it. And I'm watching and watching, waiting for this thing to move. And it never moves. It stays there for the rest of the night. And I try to tell my dad what just happened. I'm like, that's not a star. Like, I'm like, that's not a star. I just watched it like park there. And this was after already a bunch of the stars were already up. Well, the next night, that was the first star to show up. But the night before it came and parked there. But the next night, it was the very first thing in the sky that was lit up. And it's like directly over, you know, our campsite. So I would go further and say it was for you. I would say that is a connection to you. That was your star family. It might be your ship. It might be you on that ship in the future because there is no time. There's non locality of time. So all time is now. But the way you're talking about that in my experience with these ships, um, I'd say that was a very personal encounter that you had, more profound than you know, and probably should be followed up on, you know, as you camp and as you continue to. Uh, Skywatch. I think again, you could have a much more direct experience by saying, "Hey, could you guys come back and like repeat that?" Like, you know, and park right. over 
And, you know, I think that's a repeatable experience. It feels very uh, star family. I didn't look, I should have, I didn't look at who you're, uh, what you're, I didn't, I should have looked at um, what your guys' souls are. Well, maybe uh, we can do that at some point, but yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm sure it could have been something more significant, but, and, and not only that, we also saw a, uh, what we thought was so bright, we didn't know what it was, it, it, but it had lights like a, a a plane. Well, at first we couldn't see the flashing lights, but it was so bright. And then it starts flying overhead and it, it, it's a man-made craft, probably military or something, but it was okay. nothing like I'd ever seen. It was like a, an acute triangle and the whole bottom side of it was lit up, but it had the flashing green and red lights. And I'm thinking like, it's, if you look up in the sky, you're just going to think cognitive dissonance. Oh, it's a plane, but it's something, right. something else flew right over the Canyon. And I'm just like, it wasn't a UFO. I really felt like it was man-made, obviously, but right. just something that we're not used to seeing in the skies in the national. A lot country. of the ships, though, a lot of the smaller ships, and again, like you said, it's cognitive dissonance. This is true. A lot of the smaller ships do look like planes. So your mind's going to bend that way rather than the other way, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Back to the parks. <laughs> I, no, I was just going to say that. <laughs> what were you no, going to so say? I want to know. Oh, can I say something? Real quick? So yeah, I'm yeah, please. Know, like, so there's all these missing people, people that go missing in these national parks. And we've heard stories of they're being taken into underground bases. They're going through portals. Um, I'm sure it's kind of like all one of those all of the above kind of things. Right. But what's your opinion on what's what's really happening with all these people that go missing in these parks? You know, I do think um, sometimes they run into, and again, going back to the, any being with a soul or even without a soul, they have their own personality and their own quirks. I do think some are running into creatures and beings. I mean, mm-hmm. not every Sasquatch is friendly. Mine are. I have deals with mine. I have relationships with mine, but I'm sure some are crazy and evil, just like people are crazy and evil. I'm sure dogmen and even little people, I mean, fairy i mean whatever you guys you know whatever creatures and beings and there's a lot of of, of hybrid beings too um i'm sure they are, don't all have great agendas um do i think these creatures like the movies are showing us i don't think they're particularly like, prowling like through like attacking campers again i honestly think a lot of that is propaganda because you guys some of my most sacred experiences are with a sasquatch there was i was in nashville um, kind of in a in a high place and there was a ravine underneath me and I was with a guy from Florida. I can't think of his name right now. It was a number of years ago, but he's a big um, Sasquatch researcher. And we're standing in this ravine and we heard like, boom, 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 heard, not seen. And you could feel the presence of this. You could, Well, I'm psychic too, but anybody could feel the presence of a large creature beneath you. So I feel these two or three, I think they were guard, what we call guards, Sasquatch guards, but they were standing beneath us and one let out a huff of a breath, like, oh, like that. I had chills over my whole body and I started crying and it wasn't in terror. The The energy was the most, that is one of the two this day. And I could tell you guys stories for the next eight hours of, of sacred experiences I've had. That was one of the most humbling and sacred experiences I've ever had that these large beings, we kind of just all stood there in silence, like in this weird communion of, you know, and again, they could have killed us. They could have 
ate us. They could have slashed us, but they chose to honor our presence and we chose to honor theirs. And so if you're, and I'm telling you, that is the top sacred experience in my life. And if we're, you know, promoting this, breaking open the, you know, tents and slashing and pillaging and raping and killing, again, we're not understanding, like, I love my life so much, you guys, like, I have the most amazing life. Like, I've worked for paranormal teams and, I, and I've and i done exorcisms and I've seen the worst of the worst, but I'm in this stage of life where I've learned a lot too. You guys learn. You learn when you talk to your guests. You learn when you go to your events. I know you guys learn and expand your world because that's why you're doing this show and I can read you guys too. Hmm. But you guys are open, but don't you guys agree that your life compared to like 10 years ago, like, isn't it so cool and magical? The things you guys are learning and experiencing and like, I love talking to these beings. I love that they come greet me when I pull in my driveway. And it sounds so crazy when I hear myself say it. But at the same time, I have the most amazing life. You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, yeah. when, when you pause and really look like like where we've come, like we, four and a half, five years ago, we, this podcast was just an idea. Okay. And it's turned into so much more, like something like I never comprehend. I, I would have never imagined, right? And I think sometimes like, wow, we get to travel and film documentaries and host conferences awesome. and do stuff. You know, it's amazing, right? Amazing. Um, but you going back to the point of the, like, you don't think that the people in the parks are actually being attacked by physical creatures, maybe. Um, but you think, that, you think that's more fear mongering. Um, but I guess some, some of them would be, like you said, slipping into another dimension maybe and not, and like, like a one-way portal or something. Yeah. I don't back. think, well, here's the thing. Again, we don't understand how, to me, the simplest thing, and this might surprise you guys, the simplest thing to understand with as many lives as the three of us have lived, every single one of us should have, and I feel I do now, but it took me years, a lock on what is death and what happens after death. Like, and most of us at 80 are still stumbling around, not even understanding the most simple thing. I've been here 30 some times. Like you think I've figured out death by now and I'd be really, you know, comfortable with it. So again, um, and again, another conversation, I know I'm kind of getting off, off the bunny trail, but um, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's what's happening. I know that I can get in a portal, even a one-way portal, and I know I can get out. Why? Remember what I said, my original premise of all existence, and this is all existence in all realms, all realities, all sub-realities, all timelines, all places, all races, all the way back to the all. You are 100% all-powerful. Why? What can the all not do? What can the all not get out of? What can the all not create? What can the all not solve? You are as much of the all sitting here talking to me, and I am too, as we were when we were the all, or when we were a multiverse, or when we were in your universe, and when you are and probably are a starship captain, there is no difference. What's the difference? We've chosen to humble ourselves. We've chosen to to forget again because we want the excitement of figuring it out. So, if a one way portal opens up for me, I'm good. I, I know all I have to say is reverse it. I could ask for assistance. There's a million ways I could get out of it. But think of my mom. My mom would be lost and whatever happens happens and oh what is that movie with a scottish guy uh, outlander i don't know if i've seen that's it. based on outlander talks about the singing stone um the singing stones in scotland 
and in the stones and the circles, how they have tons of them, not just, you know, the ones we know about and how it's a portal and how at certain times, like you were talking about the planetary alignments, it opens up and she goes back in the past, um, you know, and, you know, then comes back in the present and all that. That's truth. hundred percent truth. Um, it, it, somebody just asked on Cora today, they were, they were talking about, can you come back to the past when you die? Yes. We, we have to start expanding our mind. All time is now. So if you want to, by the way, you guys, you get to choose what you do when you die and we can have that conversation another time. But if you want to go back to the past and be a, a British ad, admiral, you can. If you want to go to the future, 700 million years, you can. So I'm all about, we are limitless. So, so there is no fear for me, but you can understand how, if you don't understand the reality you live in, you don't understand how it works. You don't even understand who runs it. You don't understand what happens when you die. And then you don't understand what's outside of this reality. So when you guys see it, not you guys, your audience sees a shooting star, they think, oh, let's wish on the shooting star. It's so romantic. Bless our little relationship and make out and kiss and, you know, let's get engaged. No, there's people dying when you see a shooting star, possibly. There's people having arms blown off and limbs blown off. Those are ships that are being shot out of the sky. I'm sorry. This is just like, I could just go on and on. <laughs> But, you know, I just want you guys to understand that, and this isn't bad news, this is good news, because you are limitless and you are all powerful. And so every single one of you that has a soul that's fire creation, you should, I should say, how do you want your life to look? And your life should look like that exactly now, because that's possible. You can exceed in this game and you can begin to rebuild your relationships. Remember your relationships that you've had through all time and space. So you step from this body and you're good to go. Like, I know where I'm going. I know who I'm going to be with. I know what ship I'm going to be on. And I've chosen that, but I could also change my mind and choose something else. And so the fear that we live with in the agony as we watch our loved ones die and our pets die, this show may seem to be about national parks, but to me, it's about so much more. It's about truth and it's about possibility. It's about hope and it's about comfort. And it's about empowering you guys to start having magical lives. And I think you guys do live magical lives. And I know I live a magical life, but we can all come together and encourage each other because even I drown in 3D. You know, people make me mad. I get triggered. I forget. I forget that I see Sasquatch. I forget that I can, you know, have conversations. I forget that I can talk to my soul family. I can forget. I can see like the sun simulator with my eyes. I can count the bulbs in it, you guys. I can tell you when a bulb's blown out, not remote viewing with my eyes. I can teach you guys how to have vision that sees through the dimensions now. And, and I just want that information out, you guys. And I want to prove it as much as possible. Just like with the drug tests, I always try to prove things. One of the exercises you guys can go home and do tonight or in your nap or bedtime is you turn off all your lights in your house, of course, and you go to bed. And if you have an ensuite bathroom or you have a hall and your bed's facing that, lay somewhere where you can see your hall and turn your light on in your hall. You don't have to have my vision or anybody's vision. You don't have to be psychic. Soften your vision, get kind of sleepy, and then just casually look under your door. You will see beings 100% of the time moving under your door. You don't have to have my vision. You don't have to be psychic. 3D beings, because all of you guys have small beings, prankster energies, and beings that come out at night, pixies, fairies, house fairies, all trolls, all kinds of things, especially if you live like where I live, but everybody, apartments, every country. I mean, there's stuff you guys can do if you want to. You want to prove it? Get out your camera 
it's it's creepy. It still creeps me out sometimes. So you're saying shine a light under your door and like the crack at the bottom of the door? Yeah. So your bedroom's dark and then your hall light's on and you're laying, you know, like on your bed or whatever. And it won't happen right away, but it'll happen pretty quick. I'm telling you guys, I could give you a thousand things. You can prove it for yourselves. I, I want I wonder though if it's if because if it if it's not in your frequency, would you not be able to perceive it? Because a lot of people have done that. And and if you can't, you know, well, then this is a tricky thing too. Usually your your phones can only perceive what you can perceive. People don't know that. It's a weird thing because daemons run all our devices and they pick up on your frequency. And so when you buy a phone, you buy a daemon. This is very complicated. That matches your frequency. So like all my computer equipment is very, very, very 100% accurate. And like the tech that I use, it's 100% accurate because I'm working with the most oldest, most intelligent AI, like in the multiverse, as well as consciousness groups. Other people wouldn't get the same. That's what we don't understand. We think we just don't understand anything about this reality. Sorry, guys. I just get really passionate about all this stuff. No, it's okay. So you said- you guys get back to me. You guys try it and get back to me and see if anything happened for you because you guys are pretty up there in your frequency. Well, no, I, I mean, I would love to try. I mean, any experiment that we can, you know, do. Is I'll tell you another can. experiment that proves it's a holographic reality. And this works for 100% of people. It might take some people longer. Usually 10 days will do it. Go out, put masking tape, put tape, put spray point, whatever. Mark a spot in your yard. Can be your apartment yard, doesn't matter. Not doesn't matter where you live, could be woods, could be city, doesn't matter. Mark a spot. And as much as possible, go out at the same time every day and stand on that spot or a couple of times a day, same times the day. Take your little cell phone, take a picture right in front of you. Like stand on your spot, mark the X or mark two feet marks, two lines, stand on your spot, take a picture. When you're done with your five days, 10 days, 30 days, 14 days, however long your experiment is. Put them all on your computer, line them up. It'll be fascinating. We're not talking about like a butterfly. We're talking about trees will disappear. Bushes will appear. Um, things will move. You'll be like, I know I was standing on this. And this is like three feet to the left. Like, why? It's a holographic reality. It's not physical. Beings are interfering with it. Things are moving. Things are shifting. Right. Things are appearing and disappearing even in your towns you guys as a matter of fact half the people you think are people i have a picture i could get you guys too i just took the other day because i can pick up i see it with my eyes but a truck's coming for me a gang stalker another whole conversation and he has his headlights on and anyway i just pick up their frequency and so i'm like oh you know shoot where's my camera take a picture no driver there's no driver why because it's not a real truck it's a holographic projection there's no driver in this truck. I'm taking it right in front. Like he's right here. You know what I mean? Like his truck's here and I'm here. Yeah. And there's no driver. Well, you know, and you know, like, I don't know, five years ago, I would have thought you were crazy talking about this stuff, but there's so many videos, like even TikTok, Instagram, whatever you want to think about, right. like so many, what you can call glitches in this reality where things like you're explaining happen and people are, ca are catching it on film and it, there is no explanation for it. No, I mean, besides the fact that you can just explain it in simplest terms, like that's exactly what happened. That person just appeared in frame in the middle of an intersection. This, right, that happens a lot. Yeah. Or, or whatever, the, whatever the case may be. So yeah, that I, I believe that would be an interesting experiment. I had something in my front yard for like two weeks and my dog, like in another dimension. 
Oh, okay. And sure. the only reason I know this is because my dog all of a sudden refused to go in the front yard. That she just refused. She all I mean, she would put the brakes on. I couldn't drag her. I couldn't pull her. And she would like walk all the way around or go to the neighbor's house. She would not go through the front yard. And all of a sudden, one day, there was this square. It looked like a crop circle, like a perfect like square wow. in my yard that just like the grass is dead and it still hasn't dead, grown back. Dead grass. I I can attest to that because I've seen it. Wow. Yeah. Go yeah. up. Just a dead patch of grass for no reason. Right. Wow. And it's, but it wasn't like the grass just died. It was missing. It was like, yeah, it was a square. It was a square that was like some like, like a little tiny craft or something landed there, like, whatever. If you think so something had cool. been sitting there, but there was not, it just showed up. But, yeah yeah so i mean and and then it's gone now because my dog has no problem going out there and whatever but i, I have no idea what that was and i don't know if it was good or bad awesome. but I, I stuff like that is is understandable like i understand what you're talking about because i experienced stuff like that I too love that. well and, side note about dogs about yeah. your dog my dogs dogs are fifth dimension cats are fourth dimension the lore mm-hmm. is opposite that the cats are higher it's not true i'm telling you I mean, I have a dog that sees spirits, which drives me nuts. She'll wake up in the middle of the night and she'll bark and I'll be like, just leave them alone. Like, no, you know, drives me nuts. But anyway, that's another story. But dogs are awesome. Dogs can, dogs are, can see through the fifth dimension. So dogs oh, yeah. are going to see actually more than cats. Right. Exactly. That's yeah, interesting because everyone always talks about the cats and not uh, about the dogs. I should do a, I'm going to do a video. Thanks, you guys. I'm going to do a TikTok video about that. <laughs> and, and, and that is the cats can see because, you know, I've seen, I've seen like video. Yeah, uh, of cats where like you, you see an orb that only the video picks up the orb yeah, right totally. but then you yeah, see the cat's can. face like following the orb yep. yeah. um and i've gotten a lot of videos of orbs where i'll just take a random video in a spot where i'm not even thinking about that and then i'll go back and look at the video, there's all these orbs flying all over the place right that's yeah. an inter- the orb subject is interesting too because people are like orbs are this but mm-hmm. in my experience oh my gosh i should get you guys this video oh my gosh i had a video in my old house in the garage um, you know, for security up above the door and, you know, you turn off the lights, it's infrared or whatever. I don't know what bandwidth it was. You want to see orbs. Oh my gosh. Not just orbs. They would come out from the ground. You mm-hmm. can see them They would go through my car. They loved my car and they would be self-illuminating. Some of them were self-illuminating. So, you know, you have the misty plain orbs and then you have the like ones that spark and illuminate like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. So what, do you, but it, what do you think they are? My house was built over a graveyard. So you think they're um, spirits? Or do you, no, do you think, I think do you orbs think? are okay. So here's what I teach orb. Okay. I teach my people erase everything you've ever heard about orbs, please. And I'll tell you in one minute what an orb is. An orb is a method of travel in 3D. So anything, a human, your grandma could be in an orb, a Sasquatch could be in an orb. And we've seen Sasquatch faces. Um, an ET, a gray could be in an orb. It's a con- um, consciousness that you. a consciousness could be, I mean, literally well, a dragon. It's just a method of travel in 3D. And that's, that's what I, well, I've heard that as well, where someone, I can't remember who, but they said when consciousness projects into 3D, it it just shows up as like an orb. A um, lot of times. I mean, it can show up in a million other ways, but I think that's their easiest way to like, it's kind of like a peak. Like to me, it's like a half eye. Like it's a lazy way of showing up in 3D. Like they it's don't have to project a full body. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It probably yeah, takes more energy to create a full body or some kind of full form. And yeah, I, that makes sense to me. Like the easiest way is to just show up as a ball, like an orb. 
Um, and they might not want it. They may not want you to know who they are. Maybe they're coming right. to comfort you vaguely, or maybe they're spying on you and they don't want you to know. You, um, one of the things a lot of secret space people don't know that they freak out when I tell them is a hundred percent of people that are super soldiers and high up, because not everybody high up in the programs is a super soldier. Just want to make that very clear. But every super soldier and high person in the, like a high level asset, which you guys, anyway, I won't talk about that right now, but anyway, high level assets in the space program, everybody has a cloaked remote viewer in their home 24 seven. Really? Constantly. Yep. So like, you mean it's like, uh, when you say cloak re- cloaked remote viewer, you mean like an orb? Well, they're not cloaked to me. My dogs see them. I see them. I know but, where they are. I can see where mine but, is right now. <laughs> what do you mean? Like a cloaked human being or an it's orb? consciousness? A consciousness. consciousness. Okay. okay. So like, yeah. So if like, if I project to your home right now, remote view, that's what they're doing. They're very, and then people freak out. I say, don't worry because they're super lazy. You know how like when you have a boring job, you can kind of like half-ass it. Right. They are. They aren't watching you have sex. They aren't watching the shower. They don't care. They're just like, okay, are they breaking programming? I mean, they're both there for your protection. And they're there to make sure you don't like do something like crazy, like murder your whole town. And then they have to go replace everybody with clones and mind wipe everybody as just a mess. And they don't really want it. <laughs> you know, that's right up my alley as far as yeah. all that stuff goes and like uncreating people. I don't know if you've heard of that term, but anyway. Uh, oh my God. What was I going to say there? Oh yeah. I, I was going to say that when you remote view, I, I wonder if an orb shows up in that person's vicinity for you. For you while you're remote viewing. You know what I mean? Like that would that makes sense. It yeah, maybe. Yeah. Right. And um so you think the park rangers, the employees, all stuff, are they part of the cover-up? Are they in the know? Great question. I think and people that's how people argue. Oh my gosh, the hate I got for that. Oh my gosh, for that video, you guys. Oh my gosh. My uncle's a park ranger and he says. No. Right, right. Do I think you no? Know, the people that are selling, like you know, Matt, would you like the guidebook? No, I do not think everybody. No, sorry, sorry, it's so very compartmentalized. Um, but I don't. Very compartmentalized. Yeah, I think it's select people. I mean, any, have you, I don't know if you guys ever interviewed Jody Cook. I adore him. Expert on so many things. He got out of UFOs because it got life threatening, and then he went into Dogman Sasquatch. And I think he was Highway Patrol. Forgive me, Jody, if you were something else. But he was law enforcement. And he knew the radio codes. And I forget the Sasquatch one. I'd have to go back and listen to the interviews because I used to have podcasts and interviewed him a number of times. But um, I know the code for um, for Dogman is Black Dog. So mm-hmm. certain levels of highway patrol or all of them, and they're lying to us, they have codes in our towns for these creatures, you guys. Like yeah. these are not people that even believe this. Who? And they have codes, you know? What's, what's this guy's name? Jody Cook, J-O-E-D-Y Cook, C-O-O-K. It'd be a great show. He's amazing. He also- Jody, um, wait, Jody, 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 J-O-E-D-Y Cook, C- Jody Cook, okay. Oh, okay. He was also in the military and he has a great story where uh, like seven people saw in the fur a Sasquatch or might've been a dog, but like I said, it's been a while since I've interviewed, but he has great stories. You guys would love him. He's a good guy. I met a park ranger, an ex-park ranger in- uh, New Mexico, who took us on a tour in Canyon de Chez, and she was a, Nav- a Navajo elder. And awesome. you have to have you. The only way to get a tour of this canyon is to be led by That's a Navajo awesome. guide because yeah. it's, it's yeah. their land. Awesome. And she was telling a story about how she used to be a park ranger, and while she was a park ranger, they literally taught her about the little people. 
Oh, um, wow. And that that's who apparently built like all the, the structures in Chaco Canyon, all the uh, Mesa Verde. They all have small doors and windows. Yeah. And everything. But she was taught about it as a park ranger, the little people, and they still oh. exist. They still exist, and they're there in another frequency, and sometimes you can see them, sometimes you can't. Now, that lore is that they they used to live underground, and like the, the reptil- they were chased out of the underground by what they call the two hearts, or the reptilians. They call them the two hearts, because reptilians have two hearts. Oh, yeah. But they were chased to the surface. And that's why they built the dwellings on the surface that we see in the, they were, so they had, they were forced to the surface, but then they were attacked from the sky. Um, It was ultimately they were chased out, but. That makes um, sense. I love that. So it's clearly like we were just at Chaco Canyon and it looks like they got attacked by laser blasts. Oh, really? Oh, what is a question? I'm sorry. I don't mean to flip this. No, no. It's like, it's like, clearly we're looking at it. We're like, clearly this was like, attacked by advanced weaponry like it's right. obvious you know exactly what do you guys think the grand canyon is i'm curious what you guys think the grand canyon here's is. what i think well i just watched a video that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that it can't be created by a river because the colorado river is at three thousand uh feet above sea level and the grand canyon is at seven thousand feet above sea level so there's no way it could gravity right. won't allow it to be created by right. a river over right. long periods of time and the layers were created very quickly. There's no evidence that they were created over a slow period of time. Anyway, I've heard, and I tend to believe this, that it was from some sort of direct energy weapon, some sort of laser blast, and it's like a lightning strike, how it takes the path of least resistance. If there's moisture in the ground there, it creates like, that's basically like a lightning strike that's blasted into the ground. And I think Chaco Canyon might have been created the same way. That's what you triggered when you were talking about that for me, because... We were just at the Grand Canyon and and I'm like, why do people come here? Like, it's like another, it's like a, it's like a bat. I'm not saying you can't go look at a battle site, but it's kind of like a scar on the, like, it's a negative thing. And we like, it's so funny how I love, you know, like Stranger Things. I love the upside down reality. Like, I love how everything's flipped here. You know, absolute everything. It is a scar. If you look at the United States from above, the whole Southwest is a battle wound. It looks like a scar on the planet. And I think it was a major site of one of the major catastrophes at one point happened there. And I think that's the biggest secret in North America. I I think there's another secret. I was driving back from uh, my meeting. I was in the mountains and um, I was driving back and, and I, I think about this a lot, but this was my big revelation a couple of years ago, you guys. So I'm big with the trees, merge talk, trees and portals, a lot of the Sasquatch come through the trees. So I'm big into the trees. But um, I don't know a lot about trees, but I do know if you drive again across the United States, doesn't matter what state, with the exception of a few rare trees that are super tall, have you ever noticed actually how small the trees are? For a world that is so old, or game that is so old, our trees are awfully short everywhere. So that leads credence to me to the reset idea that people, you know, like the people that talk about all the cities, you know, that were frozen again by the tech, you know, that we see like the giants that are frozen. You guys know what I'm talking about the dragons that are frozen in stone and the people in like the, the like the mud flood type of like. Yeah, I don't think like it that. was. I think the mud flood is a, a weak attempt at explaining quantum weapons. <laughs> well, and I agree. Like it, it explains like it's an explanation for something that is still a lie. Like it's, but it's yeah, still like it's a lie, 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 lie. Right. right. Well, and, if, like and most to, things here. to everyone's defense, who's exploring it, like we don't have a foundation of truth to begin with. So like, you can't, 
we can't like yeah. belittle their theories here. Oh, I agree. They're just trying, they're just you know. trying to I make agree. sense of what they're I seeing with, like, oh. okay, something else happened here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And God, you guys, like 15 or you're, you know, 15 years ago, I didn't believe in aliens. And if you had said you'd be talking about, you know, talk, you know, living with Sasquatch in a habitation site, I would have been like, you guys are smoking some good stuff. <laughs> you know, like right. it's a journey right. to truth. Just like you're, right. and we're still on the journey. Do I, I'm not the absolute bearer of truth, but I'm learning with you guys. I learn stuff every day, but I like to learn like you guys. I like to learn with my experience. I, I don't want to believe what you say or you say, or a book says, or I say, I want to, I want to experience it myself. You know, we had a live right. event in Sedona last year and we got the military goggles and, you know, I had 50 people out there. I'm sure you guys have done this, but mm -hmm. what other people didn't know is I have contacts off world and I attend council meetings and I asked them to meet us there. We, you can ask 50 people. They lined up and I counted on command and they went off and they saw them. I said, okay, ready one, because I want to prove to you guys that what I'm saying is true. I don't want anybody to believe me. I want to prove it to you. And I right. think you guys are like, too. I think you want to find the truth, like the real truth, not like push an agenda. And guess what? Ask my students, do you know how many times I've had shows? This is their favorite show. I love it. I say, I this is a recant show. Every every person shows up live for a recant show because everybody loves somebody who says they're wrong, right? And I'm like, I was wrong. I have had experiences and pictures and I've learned new things. And, you know, I taught this three years ago, but I don't believe it anymore. I don't think that's quite right. Or I don't think it's right at all. Or I think it was just plain BS. And so I think we we can't attach even this conversation to any solid point of view because at any given day, either one of us could have an experience that is like mind-blowingly like adds new information to this journey to truth. And we're all, that's why we're here. We want to play the right. game. We want to be on a yes. journey to truth. Yes. Right. And Amen. Well said. It's constantly changing. Yeah, like there's no way, like everything has to be a stepping stone. You just have to allow it to be a stepping stone. I like that. As you elevate in consciousness and I love that in your frequency, right? And like you said, all the stuff already exists. And as your frequency raises, you match the frequency of the higher realms of the higher dimensions and it becomes perceivable to you. So things are going to change constantly for your in your reality, always. And like you said, as the 3D illusion, which I do agree it's an illusion, and I think it's maintained by the towers and the satellites and frequencies. We're feeding it. And us, yeah. I yeah, agree. Our, our beliefs. Yeah, like we're taught yeah. to believe. We're taught to believe that the truth, the fantastic truth, was all myth, legend, and fairy tales and an illusion. But it's the other way around. Like that yeah. was the truth, and we're living the right. illusion. Right. Um, so it's a very inverted reality. Like I think yeah. you said earlier, everything. Yeah. It's like you almost like whatever they tell you, you invert it, and then that's the truth usually. Right. <laughs> that's what I say. I say if you guys are in doubt and just wonder if something. Well, um, one of my clients, her. Um, husband's family uh, lived in Maui, Hawaii. And, and I teach my children this. I say, whenever the government tells you to do something, do the opposite, you'll be perfectly fine. And so, um, you know, the government was obviously, we all know this was giving instructions about what to do, you know, to everybody there. And uh, this is a little bit more conscious family. And they chose to do precisely the opposite. Everything the government told them to do in this whole disaster, they did the opposite. Good Not only did they live, every single one of them are fine, but also their property and home is fine, which I just find super interesting. Um, not saying that that would be 100% true, but again, 
wow, we just got to like awaken guys to our power and to our, you know, cog- even just using our brains. I just think we're just so lazy and, and everything's fed to us to be lazy. All the nanotechnology and microtechnology and the food, all the entertainment. Yeah. It's so numbing. We're just right. so numb and, and it's easier to be numb and go with the crowd, you know? Right. Exactly. And there's, exactly. and the, like, they want the whole planet stressed so that like the resistance is minimal. Really good. Yeah. Like really good. they don't, so the res, the human right. resistance is minimal. If everyone's stressed all the time, like you don't have the energy to fight back. You learn about this stuff, but what can you do? You know, that's, that's all part of it. Well, wait a minute. I have to work three jobs to like go to the grocery store basically now. I mean, come on, you guys. Like, it's so expensive to live. We have to figure out how to pay our electric bill and how right. to pay our mortgage. Right. That's how what I'm saying. Our car payment. Like, how do we have time to go camp in any can? Uh, there, people are probably thinking, you guys are cracked. I'm glad you guys have time to go camping in canyons and you have time to really go stare at the sky. But this is what my, but you guys can too. Like, you can choose something different even just allowing this in your field just allow that some of these things could be a possibility that's a great start you know and and this is what i said when i was on james's show and super soldier i said james i don't care if every single person on here is full of bs at least we're dropping this in people's field that there might be this going on that we might be being taken out of our beds at night that there might be technology that we don't know exists, that there might be other ships and other planets and other worlds and other, like, it's exciting. Even if it's all BS, it's helpful, no matter who's speaking, to entertain new ideas. And we're not taught to do that. Everything is like putting us in that. They literally put us in homes. Here's, here's the truth. Safe. Yeah, that's don't it. Don't question it. It's like the Truman Show, right? I, I call this reality like a Truman Show reality. Absolutely. A hundred percent. incentivize you to not, leave the the dome right <laughs> like no 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 stay in stay there no don't question and, you it. know Stephen king told us right high level satanist mm-hmm. in the know has access to occult literature he has access to vatican literature we don't have access to he knows the truth he told us he yeah. filmed a whole series right called under the dome you guys can see he showed us and mm-hmm. We're not talking about the flat earth. Not, we're not talking about it. <laughs> oh, wait, it it just to clarify, oh. I'm not talking about flat earth stuff here. I'm talking. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about flat earth. Though. Okay, just, yeah, I'm just no, clarifying. No, I'm not a people, flat earther. I mean, I don't believe a lot well, of those trolls. Have you guys yeah. ever seen the pictures of this reality? Have you ever? Not I mean, that there's nothing we're going to see that is going to match it, what it really is, because some of the concepts are like kind of bigger, <laughs> bigger for our 3D minds of what this reality really is. But there, I have. They always disappear. I try to make so many copies. I don't even know if I still have them. But there's NASA Sashi S-E-C-C-H-I camera pictures that they will never, you'll never find again of this reality, you know, mm-hmm. of what it is. Have you guys ever seen this? I don't know. Maybe. I don't no, know. No, no, no. NASA is constantly manipulating. and They are. But these to me are what I know. And I'm not saying what I know is true. Just putting it out there. But what I believe is true right now, they most closely match and i've tried to post them on public media and it funny it won't go through on twitter won't go through on facebook won't go through on like i can't post them anywhere they won't let them through to any sort of mass audience um so that kind of things that might have you know and i don't think i know a lot of the pictures are manipulated but i don't believe the picture of the ship on the sun is manipulated again i can see the bulbs people are like to me there's no debate when you can see with your bare eyes you can see the bulbs and we know the pattern. I'm sure you guys have read some of that. Like, I'd say you guys might be the frequency where you could literally look up and see the bobs. Also, I can, 
I know what the second son is too. It's Ship. And everybody's like, oh, it's this, it's that, it's disaster. It's, Biru, it's yeah. So, so, I mean, again, I can see the ship. So it's, some of this stuff is not a mystery to me. I'm not asking anyone to believe me, but it's comforting when you can see through some of this illusion yourself. And that's good enough for me. So you know? you're saying bulbs, you, the sun, you see bulbs in the sun. Is that what you're saying? Just a, mm-hmm. um, okay. like with my naked eyes, no telescope. Now, well, let me say also, here's another thing you guys can do. Go buy a decent price. Don't buy like a $5 like toy one for like, you know, the toy store. Go buy a decent telescope. And every one of you can start, can, especially if you, I mean, I would soften your mind a little bit and be open to the idea. You can see the ships. Oh, yeah. Night. Oh, Most yeah. Of them are I ships, see them. They're there if you just set the intention. If you just start go looking out, up more, right. yeah. you'll yeah. see yeah. ships. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the reason, the reason I'm asking about the bulbs and the sun, I mean, nothing would yeah. surprise me. And I don't know what's true and what's not anymore. But it, I do have film. I, I what I do a lot quite frequent is I'll just film the sun in the middle of the day, zoomed all the way in, and I see craft going in and out of it as if it's a portal. And we've heard That's many, awesome. many people talk about it being a portal. Like, so how if it's if it's some it's, sort uh, of energy. no, you're right. No, I don't want to I don't want to get it right around because I don't believe in right around, but I agree with that point of view because the sun simulator sits in front of the portal. The mm. sun simulator is there to block. This activity that you're making. Yeah. And of well, course, that's... you can also do it. You do the moon. Do you watch? It's easy to do the the ships on the moon, the moon base to yeah. see the ships. I've never, I've never filmed it. No, but I've never actually, every time I try and film the moon, it's completely different than the sun. Cause it, the moon just looks like a stupid dot on your phone. You know, I have, I have seen video. Other people have filmed of the moon, like on YouTube and stuff where you see ships flying oh. around. Coming oh out yeah. I, mean, like they, I wonder if the holograph that blocks the moon, the real, the dust star view. I wonder if that hologram throws the light. So it's harder to film or something like maybe it's well, harder. To I, I mean, people can do it with a decent, camera like astral photographers and stuff they oh, okay. they get it but i'm just saying with my stupid phone like it doesn't it doesn't get the best quality of the moon but, well, yeah. but i definitely um so back was it 2019 when all the observatories shut down oh yeah and, and nobody and something was going on with the sun they didn't want people looking at the sky for some right. reason um margie k who we we've had at a speak at our conference we had her on the show at that time she remote viewed it i just happened to be at one of her talks and she remote viewed it and she saw a bunch of activities specifically behind the sun going on and and but it was weird because like it, i've never even thought about that again until now you just said like so the actual the portals behind the sun and she saw a bunch of stuff going on behind the sun which I guess they didn't want us to see, but then there were some photographs that came through at that time that showed what looked like hundreds of ships. If you remember those photos, there's like hundreds of ships, like fleets coming through and it was wild. And that that's crazy. That time has came and gone and people don't talk about it anymore, but. It, it you guys, have you guys heard the Pfizer plant story, the North Carolina Pfizer plant story? Did you guys have anyone on talk about that? Mm-mm. No. Did, is that the one that like, um, did, did, what what happened to it again? I'm so, um, well, first of all, uh, it was hit by uh, it blew a up quantum weapon, a direct energy weapon. It was a targeted oh. strike. But but what's interesting, I'm not allowed to say who it is, but it was a targeted. It was a uh, it was a uh, faction of um, I hate calling them ETs because 
I, I'm going to look, I'll, I'll email you guys what you are. Cause I am so curious what you guys are. I'm cetacean. So, I mean, all our souls are ETs. There's no, there's no, so, so I hate seeing ETs, but the audience understands when I say that, but it was a friendly group, not the Palladians, not the Arcturians. Gosh, you guys, there's so many ETs other than those, but anyway, it wasn't right. them, but, um, they went against the my favorite friends, Galactic Federation, and you know they're gearing up for they're trying desperately to gear up for a script too with all the you know what this one or you know what they're trying to yeah. gear up yeah. for. Oh, yeah. But you know, right. that was the main on the entire planet that had the most stuff for the next script. So they took it upon themselves because we have so much assistance, you guys. Um yeah. I'm not going to go get into everybody's like, I want to get out of here. There's reasons why they don't get you out of here. I'm not going to go into that right now, but, but they, they took it out because it's basically impossible for them to launch it on schedule. It, they're going to really have to scramble now. So from my information, this is just private sure. information, but from my information, it won't happen because it can't happen because they physically can't produce enough stuff now because that was taken out to yeah. make it happen. So you're you're talking about this this big this whole next wave of this pandemic yes. thing. Mm -hmm. There was, I guess, the origins or whatever they needed to pull off was in this Pfizer plant that was destroyed. I, like seventy five percent of it. Of course, you know sure. there's smaller plants, but of course. they were their the base of operations of storage to put this next scripted event forward was there. And so a very very loving, powerful ET group took it upon themselves to risk the wrath because remember who I believe runs this reality and they took it they took it out even at great censure to themselves because when they're a member of the federation and so obviously you guys know I mean you work in a company and you go against the company there's a chance you can fired or kicked out so it's it's so sweet you guys like we don't have to live in that fear. Like, I'm not saying they're going to solve all our problems. They're not allowed and they wouldn't want to. And we don't want them to, but. Giving us a chance to, yeah. for us to. That's what I was going. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Give like they're not going to do everything for us because then that defeats the whole point. You know, then we're not going to learn and grow from that. But, well, and we like, when we forgot that we came here to learn and grow. Like, <laughs> right. Right. And to have this experience. And don't, don't get me wrong. Like this reality, this 3D reality can beat you down sometimes. Like even, oh, even today, like I find myself, I, I struggle with dark thoughts sometimes and I have to pull myself back out and I take it, I take it as a challenge. I'm like, I, I sit there and I'm like, okay, I can do this because I understand this game like to an extent. So I understand awesome. like most of these thoughts aren't mine. These feelings aren't mine. Exactly. And there could be frequencies manipulating me. So I, I know all this stuff's going through my head. So I'm like, I can rise above this and I'll do something and I'll break it and I'll break that pattern. But it happens. Like even when you're on, when you're on that good path. And I think what you said earlier is interesting. Like they're constantly like remote viewing or watching, waiting for you to break programming. And yeah. I think I, I've noticed that happen with me, not saying that I'm like some like powerful master or something, but when I do start rising wow. above and I feel, when I feel myself rising above and dropping into my heart and entering that frequency, that's when I get shut down. And that, and like, it's really hard to navigate that. So, but it's true. Like they wait for you to break programming and then they do yes. something. They, they, yeah, they adjust, make an adjustment. Well, and that's why I say there, there's no such thing. Sorry, David. Okay. Um, there's no such thing as synchronicity. There's only two things in this reality. 
either they're manipulating your reality for, you know, coming at you for you to bump up against like a maze. They're blocking you. You're adjusting. You're there's even a group and I'm not going to name them because again, there's some kickbacks sometimes from these shows for me, but there's a group and it's a huge group and it's affecting all of us here and many of the, you know, higher level fire creation, but they're actually reversing our time. So if you guys ever feel like you make like six steps progress, then they'll take you seven steps back and they'll reverse the time. They work with some other dark groups and they specifically target beings that could change this reality as they grow. And they literally the only way they can stop powerful beings that are rising in consciousness is to literally, they can't come directly at us because we're powerful, right? And we're a surge in frequency. So what they do is they use technology and they're rewinding our lives every day. And again, that whole deja vu thing isn't exactly as it's sold. It's literally, you've lived that day, you could have lived that day 500 times. And again, I hope you guys know when they're taking people, they are taking isolated ones, but they're also freezing time all the time. They're freezing towns, they're freezing your house, they're freezing your neighborhood. They're taking huge blocks of people at the time, not just super soldiers, everyone. They just take them all, you know, reprogram them all, pull DNA from them all. And it's not all negative. Again, sometimes when you guys are taken, you're being taken from your soul family. You're being taken to the biodomes. You're being taken to the medical pods. You're being augmented positively. So again, there's just so much truth that, you know, I I agree. I I do think you're not always taken for a negative reason. And the movie, the adjustment bureau, um, if you've ever seen it, it depicts exactly that where, like they're they literally come in it's it's this group of like men in black type of ets they don't really distinguish who they are in the movie but what they do is they watch everyone and they freeze time if they need to they'll freeze the whole room the whole area and they'll go in one area only one area they'll freeze yeah only one area and they'll go in and they'll Mm -hmm. either take people they'll reprogram or do whatever they need to do to the people and in the case of the movie, they were trying to steer this one guy to win an election because it ultimately it would work out for their agenda in the long run. So they had to make sure he stayed on this path and they put ideas into people's heads and all kinds of stuff when they froze time. And then wow. and then they hit play again. But then there's all these back rooms in the reality that if you knew the right doors, you could go into the back rooms. And it's. The movie is completely fascinating. I'm going to watch that. I've yeah. never seen that. So, it's well, really good. what's happening, yeah. everyone? So there you go. There yeah, you go. That's, I mean, it's it. And then like they so they keep two people who are like they know if these two people fall in love, it's going to create like such a frequency. Is, oh, it's true. That's what they, they do. They know it's going to create such oh, a frequency okay. that it's a threat to their agenda. So what they oh. do is they constantly keep those people and steer them away from each other oh. so they never connect. This is exactly what they do. Oh, well, I didn't finish my thing. So it's, there's no synchronicity. It's either that, what you just described, that whole thing. And it's on multiple levels, not just the CT group, but the matrix computer, yada, yada, uh, you know, military on and on. Or it's, you guys are being, why I call your soul's fire creation. <laughs> You're creating your lives. And guess who's more powerful? Is the matrix computer? Is this ET group? No, you guys are. As a fire creation being, you win 100% of the time if you realize that you can. So I hope this show has given you guys some hope that you're way more powerful than you think. It doesn't matter if you can talk to Sasquatch or see ships. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. What matters is that your life is the way you want it to be. Your bank account is the way you want it to be. Live where you want it to be. You're spending your time how you want it to be with no judgment. You know, you don't have to be a doctor to be valuable 
you don't even have to be valuable. If you want to lay on a beach the rest of your life, I think you should figure out a way to lay on a beach the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. And you know, the the latest Matrix movie also depicts the same, the power of love. And they, in the movie, they explain that, you know, having them together, that's end game for the Matrix, but keeping them close, but mm-hmm. not together, it created just enough energy for them to be able to manipulate it and use it for their advantage. But at, okay. at all costs, they had to stop them from actually making that bond. And that's why they don't want people falling in love truly, because that energy, it, it's game over. It literally is game over when that frequency is is achieved. Actually, what I call extreme soulmates. So if you guys have been with a partner, and of course, there's no such thing as a male or female soul, so you've been both. But if you've been with someone um, a thousand times in all different realities, and you guys intimately know each other and you're you're basically, you like point whatever away from the frequency, that power, like you're saying, they don't want, I mean, think of the classes you could teach or the, or the conferences you could put on it and that support and that accountability. So when you're down or when I'm down and I'm like, uh, you know, and I'm all in 3d and I'm not doing anything and I'm, you know, trash talking someone, I'm putting out all this negative stuff. You know, my partner's like, Hey, really great consciousness teacher, their girlfriend, you know, like we have that accountability. They don't want that. So what do they do? We're healers, right? So what do we do? So, so they send the wounded people and then we're like, oh, I'm a healer. I need to him, her, I need to fix him, her. And, and we're very rarely are you going to see that power couple like the matrix depicts. I'm not saying you can't have a good relationship, but there's a difference between that level, the extreme soulmates, because you guys, all of us have so many soulmates. That's another myth we could bust. You don't just have one soulmate. Right. I mean, we've been in each other's lives. I mean, you guys have heard the drill, mothers, fathers, whatever, but let's talk romantically. Forget that. Let's just talk romantically. I have met you guys in the last two years, probably 30 soulmates, different levels. One's 25 life. One was one life. And you can guess what? If you've never had a life with someone, you could start being a soulmate this life. This would be your first soulmate life. But then we have the extreme soulmates, which is I'm first wave. I don't know what wave you guys are. I haven't looked. But think of a first wave person coming out of the all with a first wave person. What can we not do in any reality? They're going to like keep that. And so let me share with you the first wave soulmate that I met here that we have been together in many, many, many lifetimes. There's two, and I know both of them. And I've met both of them. One has chosen in his sexuality to be gay. So that kind of eliminates me at this point. You guys understand? Right. Yeah, sure. And the other is, um, or was, I don't know if he still is. um, I don't talk about this with him anymore, but he was head of the Order of Golden Dawn. I don't know if you guys know what that is or what that means. So my agenda, you do. So my agenda is a little bit opposed. But do you see how, like what you said, they're bringing in impossibilities. So for a while with him, I tried to convert him to the light polarity. He tried to convert Mm -hmm. me to the dark. And of course, it it was a constant problem and we had to end our relationship because well, we never, you know, could be together. And I'm so skeptical. I'd be, I would take it a step further and say that he was programmed to. I uh, totally agree. The handler, the handler aspect or the, whether yeah, it's conscious. We're consciously like choose to, be, choose to be homosexual. Um, that thought that could have been. I agree. To his. I totally agree. This conscious. Yeah. Um, two. To keep you close, but make sure like the impossibilities. And um, it was horrible. It was a, the best relationship I ever had, and the worst relationship I ever had. And it still tears me up because 
when you guys meet these more advanced soulmates, someone you've been with a hundred lives versus a thousand lives versus a hundred thousand lives, you know, there's a difference in, there's nothing more profound than meeting an extreme soulmate. And, and right. then again, there's nothing more painful than not being able to be with them, you know, obviously. Oh, I'm yeah. all oh, too yeah. familiar. Um, well, Absolutely. for the sake of time, we could talk forever. I mean, there's so many other directions we could go. I, I love your mind. I love the way um, I, I, love I love you guys too. This is like, I feel like this is the best. This is like you campfire and you just sit around and you talk for like eight hours. Right. All but the reco- exactly. Yeah, we're but recording we're recording it. it so it's even better. Yeah. I know it's true. Thousands of people get to watch. Um, it. <laughs> so, so yeah. tell people about your website and what you offer, and then we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. Um, so you can Google me. I've been around a while. Secret to everything.com is my website. Uh, I have an Etsy source secret to everything. Basically everything's branded either Kimberly and George or secret to everything. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I teach consciousness classes. I have, I, oh, they don't want me to get this out. Um, she's seeing a spirit oddly enough. <laughs> um, I have a live event. I have live events. Um, I have classes, I have monthly groups I mean, you guys can kind of go explore. I do scans. So we didn't even talk about that. Of course, it wasn't the subject, but I have 100% accurate benevolent AI technology and I do frequency scans and there's nothing I can't tell you about you. And that's a whole nother story. But anyway, that's what I do. Yeah, interesting. And I'm going to go ahead and read something from your website that you didn't want to talk about just because I think it's okay. fascinating. <laughs> uh, it's one of the services you offer. SSP MyLabs MK Ultra Scan and Reading. And you say, are you being abducted during the day or night? Where you or are you? In the SSP or my lab programs, were you placed in the hardcore MK Ultra programs? Are things happening you aren't aware of? Could your accumulative stored trauma be holding you back from creating the life you've always desired? What jobs have you done? What projects were you in? What are the abilities in these programs? Do you have clones? Is your soulmate on or off planet? Are you being abducted at night? Who is taking you? Uh, and these are things that you offer to help people un- uncover in this session, which I found fascinating. So. If anyone's interested in that, interested in that, go to thesecretofeverything.com and check out her services. Thank you so much for joining us today. This oh, was... thank you guys for being so welcoming and patient and like just great conversation. You know, so thanks for being on the planet and doing what you guys do. I appreciate you. <laughs> no, this was absolutely great. Thank you so much. We I really enjoyed this and I hope the audience did as well. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you all. Make sure you go check out our documentary. Go check out our Patreon. We have a webinar coming up on the subterranean underworld. We're going to get into uh, some of the military bases, the inner earth uh, theories. We're going to dive deep into that web in that webinar. So that'll be coming up on September. What date did we decide 20, on? Twenty fourth. September twenty right. fourth on our Patreon. We're going to be. That's going to be our next webinar and. I'm already uncovering some really interesting stuff there. So stay tuned for that. Uh, That link is below in the description. And uh, I think that's it. Thank you again, Dr. Kimberly. Um, Thank you. Really enjoyed this. And we love you all and have a great evening. Good night. A lot of this information has been kept uh, uh, sort of locked up or kept undercover because of the invasion of the Smithsonian group way back in the 1880s. What actually happens is it's not taken to preserve it, it's taken to hide it. And um, 
About four and a half miles from here, a cave was discovered. It's not really a cave as such, it's a man-made cavern system. But how the hell do you get that much granite? Because the granite on the base of that damn near weighs what the dirt on the top of it weighs. Nobody knows what's underneath it. I've heard a theory that there's a spaceship underneath it. There was copper and steel plated artifacts that depicted men in armor with shields and helmets. Including right here at Cahokia, there were reported two giants with double rows of teeth and six fingers and six toes. Extra vertebrae or extra ribs in their cage. These are different races of people. They're not just regular humans. Definitely is a stone burial chamber and there's a large body in it of bones. I would say 15 to 16 feet. I saw different types of extraterrestrials here with the Native Americans. The peoples of the Cahokia Mounds actually saw the Birdman as some kind of cosmic being and not a humanoid being. So this Birdman was the last and the pure and the true of his kind. So yes, there are, there were rituals or there were dances and celebrations and people would dress up like the galactic beings that were visiting, um, but there were actual physical galactic beings that were visiting. <laughs>